Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Folks, the March sadness, it's over. But now, it's my favorite time of the year. It's derby season. And Cornbread Hemp, they've got you covered for all of this month's festivities. Your pet not ready for Thunder Over Louisville? Try the CBD oil for pets. Anxious to host a few family and friends in town? Well, maybe try some of that full-spectrum CBD capsules before bed. Feet a little sore from a long day of walking around the paddock and infield? Well, just rub some CBD oil on those tired legs. Last but not least, you're probably going to suck down one too many mint juleps. That's where the extra strength CBD gummies really hit the spot on the first Sunday in May. Just use the promo code BIGX at cornbreadhemp.com and you'll save 30% off at checkout. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Happy Derby from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. <laughs> Victory. Kentucky. Like give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. April 22nd, 2022, 422-22. Hope everybody's having a great start to their day or whatever part of the day you are listening to this because we are on podcast. This is Kentucky. No big deal. We are on We are Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush. Oh, What's up, fellas? Nick Roush's heater continues. Man. Girls. We're, 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 it's alive and well going into derby season. Great time to, to be on a roll. Um, but that was uh, last poker night before or for months, actually. We got, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're taking a break next week and then it's uh, derby week and then dollar beers. So it's officially that's when you know summer's almost here is when you switch from poker night to dollar beers night on Thursdays. Back in the good old days, there had to be some dollar beers, poker hybrids. No, oh, yes, yeah, especially during the NBA playoffs, you you got more of those hybrid nights, less hybrid nights now that there are children involved. Understandably so. Yeah, I can relate. Justin Kalen, how the heck are you? I've got a question for you too. After uh, after our pleasantries. Uh, sorry, TJ. You just asked me one question. You only get one question today, so I'm going to answer that one. I'm good. Got some sleep last night. It's Friday. Probably going to golf today. Maybe a course off the Big X card, but we can discuss that later. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. We're going to be in the 80s. As Roush said, summer is coming, and I'm pumped. 
I'm also, I, Hey, I'm looking maybe to golf today. So we actually maybe need, wow. to, uh, we, we, we really maybe need Roush. You want to make it three? Ah, uh, no can do's though. Sorry. Oh yeah. There's nothing going on on the blog today. You can blog from the course. You've done it a million times. A million times. Um, all right. Well, I'll get in touch with you, Justin. All right. I won't ask you the question yeah. then. Then I'll just say it as a matter no, of you fact. But no, 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 no. You made it very clear. <laughs> you won't be asked one more question the rest of, of this radio show. Roush, I hate saying it, buddy. You're getting too hot. You're just like Kentucky basketball in January right oh, now. Things are no. looking great. You can do no wrong. But you you would rather be i actually do believe this you'd rather be cold right now going into two weeks until derby than on fire you undoubtedly the good news is you may cool off and then heat back up right at the right time but you need a cool down buddy i, I don't I know it's coming it's it's you, you're you're exactly right tj there many people are saying is roush peaking too soon and i I, we, we had this conversation with the Kentucky basketball team. Ten years ago. You, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, but the good news is is that I did the thing where I thought I was going to lose all of my money, and instead I won all of my money back. Uh, so sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Right now the luck is still alive. But you know what? It's I, I'd like to think, TJ, that it's not all luck. Some of it's skill. So that that's why we're not too worried going into Derby Week. And also because there's a lot of horse races to bet between now and Derby week, I'm probably, like you said, going to get cold and then have an opportunity to get hot again. So what goes around comes around. It's an exciting time of the year. And you know what's really nice too is until it's spring when the like Ooh. little sunrise and KRC, it's, 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 I can't think of a better way to start your day than listening to the KRC boys to accompany your beautiful Kentucky sunrise. It's great. It's great. Are you talking about that just in general, or are you speaking more when we go out to the backside? Uh, in general, um, but just specifically, like right now, it's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. We need to figure out what days we're actually going to do the backside. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be a good idea. Uh, we also need to give a shout out to the Wathens. Shout out to the Wathens. Maybe the Wathens. I think it's Watson. Chris and Holly. The, the, the Wuthens. Yeah, Chris and Holly. And they got a dog, too, that's a, a roll collar. Yeah. Uh, they so are, are the way the bo our boss described it is they like shouted down and like harassed him throughout the neighborhood, uh, just would not leave him alone. And then just eventually, kept roll him. they kept roll calling him, basically bullying him back to his own house. Um, and then just made fun of them to Bolivia about them drinking the beast, which was confirmed to be accurate. <sighs> oh, the boss said some nice person in his neighborhood shouted roll call and he was taken aback because who listens to this radio show? And uh, yeah, it was a listener. A listener Hearing a roll call in the wild, in the wild really is a little unsettling. You're like, wait, what? There. Yeah, you feel like you got to get on your P's and Q's, or like, what am I, what, what am I doing? What's in my hand? Well, especially it's kind especially of like for uh, Dugan I, because he's not on the show, right? So how would I mean? <laughs> you have to be really in tune with the Big X to know who Dugan is and to shout roll call at him. I mean, one of us, it's understandable because your all's pictures are everywhere, but for Dugan, it was a little weird. It's a good point.
Very yeah, if you've been in the Facebook page, you've probably seen him. But yeah, no, I mean that's that's that's, that's, that's true. true. Probably a loyal listener, which we're appreciative of. Yes, very yeah. appreciative of. Uh, also, um, a big suck it to Tyler, who was a real dingus yesterday, and he tried to give me Keenan tickets, but he couldn't. So, Tyler, great, great it's, story. It's okay. What, what, what happened? Well, um, every. They they they've sold out of Keeneland tickets for Saturdays this year, and I I just completely forgot about that until last night. Uh, first and foremost, what a stupid ass concept selling out of tickets to get into a racetrack. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There's going to be two hundred fifty thousand people at freaking Derby, and you can't get in enough general admission tickets at Keeneland. Give me a freaking break. Um, I was informed of that, and I got very upset. So I, I was like, all right, well, maybe some Twitter followers will have a way to get me in. And um, Tyler was willing to share his season pass, uh, but unfortunately, Keeneland will not let you digitally transfer them for like a day or something like that. So he said, sorry, I, I feel like such a dingus, um, but he's a big KRC listener, so I still appreciate it, though, Tyler. Uh, I will, however, be trying th- – it, it's kind of a gamble – but somebody was trying to uh, squeeze me out of they, they were trying to scout me. And then I was informed that you can get in with a general admission ticket with the Keeneland Select app. So rolling the dice on that one this weekend. Um, apparently, that's all you need. If you download that, you can get into the track for free. So, hey, at least save yourself five bucks before you go anytime. I know it's going to be a nice day today, tomorrow, Sunday. Just download that app. And if you don't get in for free, then just blame it on me. Say, Roush said that you can get in for free. Come on, let me in. That that, that will surely work. You're, there's no way they'll turn you down at the gate. When I was there last Saturday, they had sold out as well. Um, certainly, you'll find a ticket one way or another. But you could also, there could be people potentially selling or somebody gets too drunk. I'm sure if you were hanging around like the college tailgates, which I don't even know where those the, the hill i don't know i don't even know where those are nowadays i'm sure you could probably find somebody that wouldn't be using a ticket to go inside but i i like that they're not just letting it be a madhouse like it was super crowded don't don't get me wrong you wouldn't have known that they had capped ticket sales last saturday but that also kind of makes me think like thank goodness they did cap it because if it was pretty crowded and they just were letting any old folks in then huh. it would be an absolute zoo but uh, yeah, you'll find tickets, buddy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, yeah, you'll 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 figure it out. We kind of figured out sort of the shade and sharp situation. Kind of. Yeah. And we're really coming up on like twenty four hours of the news. It, what a break around like ten thirty ish, around yeah, that yeah. time, like ten fifteen ish. Classic KRC curse. But I know everybody's fatigued about it. The text line, however, is a lot about it. So we are going to obviously have to discuss it. I don't know, Roush, if you just want us to dive right in and give our opinions. But we could also just read the text. You know, we could just start the text line super early on today's show and 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 spend time addressing some of the texters' questions or concerns or comments really, but whatever you want to do, because I just feel like if we, you know, do what we probably would normally do and talk about it for 20 minutes right here, then we're just going to bring up the text and we'll probably say, well, we talked about that in segment one. Oh yeah. That's uh, a good I'm not, point. I, I don't I'm know. Down with I don't that. Know the play. 
I, I would just like to know what part of yesterday I, – I, I still want to know your big, like – because there was a lot of things said. There was a lot of takes. Um, the internet acted about the way I thought it would. But I, I still am curious, though, TJ, what was the most – I don't know if it was surprising, befuddling, because I, I'm still – even though Shaden Sharp is declared for the NBA draft – I might know less today than I did yesterday when we did this show about his situation. The the waters have been muddied. Well, you probably know more, but it's more to sort out. So it's equally as complicated and messy. But you did find out new information or interesting information with the with the entire thing. I guess the, to answer your question, the most surprising part would be the fact that He's maintaining his college eligibility after frickin' Sham says that he's not retaining his college eligibility. Suck it, like, Shams. Well, I, I don't know. I think it's probably a, shuck, a suck it to the sharp to ever put that wording in there. Like, mm-hmm. and for UK, honestly, for allowing it to be in there. Like, he's not going to play at UK. It's not going to happen. And if this is jinxing that into happening in some in some bizarro world, then everybody can thank me for the jinx. But he's not going to play at UK. Quit the facade. Stop the charade. He's going pro. Don't do the maintaining college eligibility thing because exactly what we talked about yesterday, Roush, on Monday's show, we'll theoretically still have the hypothetical, theoretically have the hypothetical, of Sharp having a chance to play at Kentucky. And that's just going to be ridiculous because he's not going to play at Kentucky. If he was NBA draft eligible, he was never going to play at Kentucky. And the Guardian is starting to look like a total goober in the whole ordeal. I'm conflicted on the goober aspect of it all because as long as the attention's away from Shaden and, you know, his direct family, I'm sure he'll happily take the blame. What's it to him if a random college basketball fan base is – disgruntled with him i think cal is also you know he doesn't want the attention to be strictly on sharp although if you believe some of the people who were talking cal is not happy with Dwayne washington and there's a rip there and things along those lines we'll, we'll try to sort all this out the best that we can but that was the biggest like what are we doing and this whole thing roush was the fact that they just added that little bit i am just more um, I, I don't know. If shock's the right word, but the or the point of origin for all of this news yesterday was Jonathan Giovanni saying he is going to send his transcript from his graduation in May of 2021 to the NBA folks, and it was it was just oddly worded. And the part that even threw me off even more is that Giovanni he was the guy at the forefront of all of this reporting. And yet, if you go back in hindsight, TJ, did you know he deleted a bunch of tweets about Sharp committing the UK and not being eligible for the draft? I I, I did not know that. Kind of weird. So, uh, it, the, the and, and that's the part that I just can't wrap my head around is the whole, he graduated in May aspect of things. That is the reason why... He is submitting his name into the NBA draft because 
if he actually did graduate in May, A, they wouldn't have let him play on the EYBL. B, why wouldn't he just committed to a college to play last fall? I, that, that, that's the part of all of this I just don't understand. And I think maybe that's why the hypothetical is still open. For me, even though, yes, no, he's not going to play at UK. But, like, what the hell? How – I? How can you, 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 you graduate? When did you graduate? How do you have confusion over when you graduate? This is such a bizarre story, scenario. It's unlike anything we deal with in real life. Nobody ever questions if or when they graduated high school. You know with certainty. That That's what makes this thing so damn silly is the debate on, is he eligible based on when he graduated high school? It's, it's, it's silly. It's nonsensical. And it's the most outlandish. I, I think it really is the most outlandish possible Kentucky basketball story you, you could ever have. Yeah. And it's just, of course, it's happening to UK and UK fans. This is like the weirdest, wildest cover up story regarding an amazing talent. And UK is going to be on the losing end of it like couldn't this bizarre story just as easily be like oh he was so set on going pro but just because of this one nba rule or just because he graduated this time he's gonna have to play college basketball and then kentucky wins the national championship all because shade and sharp had to play college like it just could easily have go the other way in the bizarre story but no just because this is the way it's gone for UK fans as of late. It goes the other way, and it's negative, and he's not going to play, and we have this entire fallout. First things first, Jonathan Giovanni is just a fraud. I, I, th- I think he has forgotten. Like, you are a journalist. You are being paid by ESPN. Um, you, if, you've, if you've got a conflict of interest, it clearly does. Um, that, it, something stinks with that whole situation as well, but – as if we'll ever know what's going on behind the scenes there. But, yes, uh, I, I didn't know that he had. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back and re-edited articles. And uh, you just remember with Giovanni to probably screenshot things if it's regarding Kentucky because it could go back and be changed or edited or the, the entire ordeal. Uh, uh, Chad Ford must be an ESPN NBA draft thing. Oh, yeah, good point. I must just – ESPN, they're totally cool with that stuff. But just be on the lookout for it. And then just know that anytime you see anything from Giovanni. Could totally end up being true, but uh, he's a fraud. Next thing, the thing that I, I that I keep coming back to at the end of the day, and there's conflicting reports if even this is true, but I, but I, I think we got we to gotta use some common sense with, with this statement. But – Okay. Sharp just wants to play in the NBA. He don't want to play college basketball. So what are we all yeah. like? What are we all doing? If he don't want to play college basketball, everybody, why are we all freaking out about it? Like, was it poorly handled? Absolutely. Were we led along? Sure. But if the dude doesn't want to play college basketball, then us crying about it is, is at that point the look is bad on us. We can be frustrated and we can be angry, and but he don't want to play. Like, you can't make somebody play by throwing an internet fit. And no fan base in the country does a better job throwing an internet fit than Kentucky fans. And at some point, you just got to real like, it's not constructive. Totally all right with people venting, voicing their opinions, 
but the kid does not want to play at Kentucky. It comes off as like an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend that just needs to move on because you're you're not doing anything productive at that point. Now, that's just the reality of it. And I think all along he probably didn't want to play. And I don't think Shaden Sharp is without blame in this as well. I don't buy the fact that I don't I, I don't know who had it by the way, but there's reports that he really wanted to play and the parents really wanted him to play and they were planning on playing him and then right at the last moment the guardian said no. Yeah, this goes back to what Justin and I have talked about. If the dude was what we would say growing up, Roush, although now it's a musty, outdated term. But if he was a baller and he just wanted to go play basketball, he would have been out there on the floor. When Kentucky was struggling and basically having to play injured guards, he would have said, these are my teammates. They welcome me in. Now I need to, now I need to show why they welcome me in. I'm going to go play. Kentucky was hurting, and he sat his ass on the bench the entire time. Maybe a guardian was forcing him not to. But the guardian wasn't there on the bench with him. The guardian right. wouldn't have known if at halftime he said, if he went up to Cal and said, I'm ready to go. Put me in. The guardian ain't there to stop it at that point. Those are conversations for after the fact. Let the guardian go chew out Calipari then at that point. What are they going to do? Pull Shaden out of school? Well, would it have been any worse than it all had played out? Shaden is not without blame in all this. Now, that's not to say go tweet him or he wants to go play in the NBA. That's amazing. He's got the opportunity to do so. He should be able to do so. I said the exact same thing yesterday. I totally believe it. But the more that came out yesterday, the more I realized, like, I don't, I can't really just look at him as this wide-eyed kid that's just being pulled in different directions. At the end of the day, he was on the bench. He saw UK hurting. He saw players playing very injured, and he just sat there and let it all unfold. Maybe knowing that this would unfold for him the way that it did. Again, doesn't want to play college basketball. He shouldn't have to. But I think anybody with just an ounce of competitive nature couldn't do what he did, and he did it. So uh, wish him the best. He can go do whatever he needs to do, but he he is not without blame in all this. It's like you, TJ. Everyone wants you to be a real estate mogul, but you don't want to be a real estate mogul. You want to do appraisals, so that's what you do. It's the same thing with Shaden Sharp. Everybody wants him at Kentucky. Kid wants to play in the NBA. And it's, and that's and again, that's if he wanted to, he's kind of. It would be silly for him to come back and play college basketball if he's NBA eligible. That's just the fact of it. And you could make a case playing during the season could only hurt his stock. That all that's fine and dandy. Make your intentions known. Don't say all the. There's a better chance you're on Mars than that. And did the – at some point this conversation is going to move on over to, like, what share of the blame does Calipari get? Did they get played? And we'll, we'll talk about all that. But I don't know how folks can see these quotes. And credit to KSR for, like, digging all this stuff up. I, initially, I was just like, folks, just let him go. Like, just, he's gone. Just, like, let's all just, uh, and I, I get that's not how media business works, Roush, but, like, let's just, this is a bad look for UK fans holding on to a kid that just doesn't want to be here. But the quotes are so outrageous, you can't ignore them. You just can't yeah. ignore them. They the, were the Mars one was yeah. ludicrous. It's like, uh, NBA draft, why would we talk about that? That's like saying, I'm going to go to Mars. It's just not going to happen. Like, what? What? So, so silly. Credit to KSR for kind of just like, because there was a reason we all 
you know, kind of were just believing what was a pretty bizarre situation. And that's because if we didn't believe it, we were told we were going to Mars. It was a good reminder that like, hey, fans, if if you feel miss, if you feel like you got played or you feel like you were misguided, you were validated to feel that way. Because look at these quotes. What other way could you feel unless you just thought this person was a bold faced liar, which we did talk about. Like, you know, everybody was like, well, you know, unless he's just lying, because anybody that's followed recruiting long enough knows that that's a possibility. But I think UK fans and the average sports fan will take people at their word and actually assume that it means something. And in this case, UK fans did it and it was, they were lied to. They were lied directly to their face. I do think UK was lied to as well. Uh, but it does bring up some other questions with the transcripts and uh, kind of an interesting twist to the story in terms of eligibility and things along those lines. So it probably seems like a good time to take our first break. Maybe then we could get in the text line a little bit. And then yeah, bring- yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, yeah. I do think that just to, to quickly put a bow on your point about, you know, Sharp could have just wanted to play. It's like watching Zion. And all of these people who are injured, but they're sitting out and uh, big time uh, culture wars with the olds versus the youngs, especially when it comes to load management in the NBA. If you want to play, you'll play. Michael Jordan was told not to play and he played anyway. And they made the playoffs. It was a, when he hurt his foot. I think it was in his second year. Um, they, they wanted to tank early so they get a better draft pick. And he said no. Um now it still ended up working out for him, uh, and he didn't get more severely injured. But I do think there is an extent that, like, even though that can be an old man thing, kids nowadays they just don't want to play ball. It's just a ball game, and they'd rather n- n- get paid to not play than play at all. It-, it can be very old man yells at clouds thing, but it is more pervasive in our culture than it should be. They're like, well, if I don't have to, then why should I? And so I do think that the fact that that's a thing in the NBA probably like it's become acceptable for certain folks like i want to get to the nba well i can sit out and not play and still make it there like i'm good that 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 that's frustrating that's an old man take but it's frustrating and so let me be an old man and say kids you should want to play ball why are you sitting out when you could just be playing ball sonny Uh, was that a i don't know i don't know how i feel about my old man there though uh old man's okay i I just don't know why you go. I, I don't know why. I guess the overall sentiment I understand, but injuries are one thing. You don't want to get re-injured, then you won't make more money. Sitting out just because your guardians tell you not to hurt your draft stock. Injuries are different than the sharp situation. He wasn't injured. Is it? Is he, the, but no. But I, mean, I would it, say it's the same situation. Yeah, they, they, it's like it's just like um, who's the guy that always sits out uh, for the Clippers? The Claw. Kawhi Leonard, I mean, it's just like, it's no different than Kawhi Leonard sitting out for rest or whatever they call it nowadays. I mean, it's it really is. It was, I thought that was a great comparison, Nick. I, I really did. Oh, thank you. See, I've so, got the old NBA, man. NBA M- NBA's telling him it's acceptable, so it, it's a, it's a trickle-down effect, you know? It's, it's Zion being able to do a 360 windmill but not being healthy enough to play basketball. I, I'm sorry that, like, I, yeah. my brain is dumb. But is, how can you be good enough to do that but not, like, actually play in a basketball game? Because one's a 15-second burst of energy versus a 48-minute game against grown men. 
So like it, his foot might get tired. You don't know the difference between a 15 second dunk and playing a full basketball game. But is it just because he's out of shape? Like I, I, I'm no, just. Ralph, did you? <laughs> you're off base on this one, pal. Now, I was I was with I you until you went to an to an injured player. Yeah, because if if I, it's an injured player, it is a way different situation. I think a better just, example for your take, Roush, would be like players holding out or not going to camp, and which is just common practice now. Like now, it's yeah. built into contracts about like voluntary workouts versus involuntary. And now, if you don't like your contract, you just don't play. That's that's Ooh, and you, you James Harden. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for helping my point, guys. You know, I I, I, I wasn't sure where to go. In the right place. I just yeah. like injuries are injuries. You know, I don't think people are choosing to be hurt. Do some milk it longer, sure, but you also had several players on this year's team that played through injuries, which is just True. another slap in Shaden's face. Like these dudes yeah. are going out there and hurt. You know, you get to see them injured. You get to see their treatment they go through, and here you are just sitting there not doing anything. I don't doubt that the guidance of his guardian and other people were telling him to do that, but at some point, you're an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid, however old you are. You're sitting there on the bench. Go in there. Go help. It's a sport. It's a game. You're supposedly good at it. Go show that to people. But he chose not to, and that will be that. So that's fine. I, I just I, I remember uh, whenever this stuff first started happening, people were like, "He could. It's it's." He, he might not be able to be ready. And you were just like, it's a game. It's just basketball. Like, he's been doing this whole life. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> it's not going to go up there and just, like, literally poo down his leg. Uh, it's, it's, it's a sport. Like, he may turn the ball over and he may not be good, and then you take him out. It, that, was always <laughs> terrible, that was always a terrible, terrible um, point to make. All right, let's go to this break. We'll come back. We'll, yeah. We got to talk more of it, but I, I know people are fatigued. Well, I, Somebody texted in and said, can we talk replacements possibly? We will, but we got to get through the text line. So we're not Let's done do with it. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be back. Okay. Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Nice Friday pump up music. I can get behind this stuff. Woo! Shinsuke Nakamura's uh, theme for AEW. Oh gosh, Trevor has not stopped talking about wrestling. I mean, Trevor, that, um, they're so I, I don't know how many of our listeners also listen to the Rutherford show. There's a few, but, I think. but they actually are at a different st- studio than the one that we go to. And yesterday they opened up a tied up blanket that had been there for months. And of course, Trevor did the honors TJ. That looked disgusting. Yeah, well, uh, did you, have you ever seen Trevor's car? Yeah. Roush, you listened to the mm. Rutherford show yesterday? This is big news. No, they put the video out. 
I did listen to to oh. a good chunk of it though yesterday. I was in the car during that time, so yes. That was gross. That was pretty pretty <laughs> gross. Soggy wet blankets. Ugh. Ugh. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We go seven to nine Monday through Friday. You can stream the show, tune in radio app, the Big X Sports Radio website. Plenty of ways to listen live, even if you're not in the Louisville area. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM are the stations in town. Big weekend this weekend, Thunder Weekend, which Roush means me to me, uh, Paranoid, Anxious Dog Weekend. And that's why I don't, I don't, I don't use cornbread hemp just for myself, Roush. They've got it all. Yeah, they've got CBD oil for dogs too. That um, it, I, I have yet to try it with my dog um, because he just kind of rolls with the punches. Uh, but they have CBD oil for dogs that can help them relax during the fireworks, during the insanity. Because I know not every dog out there that get anxious, they get a little bit crazy, and that CBD oil can help go to cornbreadhemp.com you can get some cbd oil for your pet you can get some cbd extra strength gummies for you full organic full spectrum cbd with cornbread hemp use the promo code big x for 30 percent off at checkout and i i just i know abe's gonna have a better saturday night than he typically would have because uh because of our pals at cornbread hemp no doubt about it. And they are the sponsor of our podcast. You can get your podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Justin's just letting the text line marinate today. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm going I'm to send it all over at once. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be efficient today. It's Friday. What, what, are you doing, what are you doing in your spare time when you're not sending over text on the text line? I am intently listening to what you all are saying to find a spot yes. where I could maybe interject my thoughts into what is going on. Well, what about what you let's hear let's hear Justin's thoughts on the sharp situation. I I thought it was extremely weird. Um the the whole wording of his statement. I don't I don't really know who helped him write that and you all brought it up, but I I didn't care for it. I, for him to leave the door open and and give Kentucky fans hope that he actually might come back. The whole I have to take the next step and test the NBA waters and and see what's right for me and get the feedback. I, 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 that's just a load of BS. Like, why are we sugar trying to sugarcoat the situation? Just tell them you're gone. That's it. So and that, that was my is, thoughts if, on it. If if he is gone, and do you think UK fans are are right to be so so upset? I'm, this kid never played for Kentucky. How how can I mean, I get it. I I get when things don't go your way in life. It's it's easy to get upset, but nothing from the get go in this situation went right. You, you got the kid to Kentucky. That's about it. Like you've never seen the kid play. How can you be upset that he's leaving when you've never seen him play? I mean, and I know he's a great player, but nobody's seen it. You know. So I I would be if I was in this situation and this happened at Indiana. Yeah, of course I'm gonna be upset that the kid's leaving, no doubt about it. But if he's got top five potential, he's gonna be a lottery pick. Yeah, go get your money, man. I mean, it sucks. I, it's not how the situation I wanted to play out, but that that's it is what it is. You got to deal with it. That's just like life. Would you say that Kentucky is better off without having Shaden Sharp? I wouldn't necessarily say that. Per se, but I would say Kentucky's probably better off without the drama 
of all the sharps. Oh, yes. Oh man, I was really hoping you'd go as far as uh, Justin Rowland went yesterday. There was just a lot of takes out there. I had somebody ask, "Why do we even want Sharp?" And it's like, well, because he's the number one player in the country. And then there was a lot of Oscar Sheboy is the number one player in the country, and he's coming back. It was there was just a lot of like, uh, just nonsensical takes yesterday. I get it. We're trying to spin some things, but it's it's just not good when you have a player who's as good as Shaden Sharp not playing for you. I would rather him play for Kentucky than not play for Kentucky. It's I, I, not that difficult. I'm going to defend Justin Rowland, not because his take was accurate. I, I mean, I disagree with it, and there's probably some parallels to, like, the Lamar Jackson quote from Bobby Petrino. Like, <laughs> right. no, UK is not better off without a top 10 draft pick. Like, they're just – they're not. They'd be better with him. But I will say – while he was just getting crushed by U of L fans, UK fans, pretty much everybody, nobody's going to come back and apologize if he turns out to be right. And he can be right. Like it's this is, you know, everybody I think threw dirt on poor Justin Rowland yesterday, but there's a chance he you get the the Undertaker GIF where he rises again. And that is a couple ways, as a matter of fact. One, if UK wins the championship, he will be right. Like, not that UK could not have also won the championship without Sharp, but I would think in the game of hypotheticals, you'd say, well, how does it how does it change? You don't get so-and-so. You don't bring in so-and-so or this person's minutes change. So one, if UK ends up winning at all, he's going to be able to say, does that happen with Sharp? I don't know if you can confidently say so. You never know what would happen. And then two, the more obvious one is, what if Sharp just – you hardly hear about him in even the G League next year. He he gets drafted high, turns out to just be a huge bust. What if that ends up happening? Then he would also be right. But at the surface, yes, like UK would have much rather have wanted Sharp than not. But we got to see how it works out. Well, you know, Sharp will eventually have to play some basketball, I've been told. I think he'll have to play basketball at some point. And, uh, and UK is going to have to fill his spots, which we'll talk about as the show goes on today. You may be heading in the office today. You may be just getting off the exit to head to your work. Stop by Thornton's today. Get donuts for the office. Maybe just grab a few breakfast sandwiches. You don't know what Bob and accounting likes, but I bet he probably likes a nice bacon, egg, and cheese burrito. They have them at Thornton. So just grab a few. People can grab the ones they like. Worst case, they'll go grab a donut. You'll be the hero of the office you will not believe the breakfast selections they have at Thornton. Stop by one on your way into the office today. And I say we do some Thornton's text lining. Let's do it. 502-414-1450. That's the number. You text in. We read it on air. The first text says the date that he graduated from high school has been the question the whole time. And still it's still the question. question. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, what it seems like is they keep moving the date of his graduation as they see fit to be NBA eligible. My my opinion, my takeaway, as if I needed to preface it with no inside information, but no inside information with this. What I think is the NBA is saying, "Hey," and I think I think Jonathan Giovanni is like glad is like probably playing the middleman in all this. How does he have all this inside scoop? Because he's the one working between the NBA. In the sharp camp, I, what I think is the NBA is saying, "Hey, to be eligible, you got to be at this date." And sharp camp was like, "Oh, 
we had previously said October. Now we got to have it be May. You right. think the school going to go for it? And because the school is just, uh, as far as I'm concerned, not a school that takes academics seriously, they said, sure, you just tell us when you needed to have graduated. You let us know the date and we'll keep moving it. We'll do whatever we can to help you out because it's their guy. So they're doing what they can to help him out. I don't think the NBA really gives a crap. Like, is the NBA going to put in an investigation yeah. to check if transcripts are real or not real? They're probably that, just take people's word for it. And everybody's those people are happy. That's the ultimate question is how much does the NBA care? Like, do they care enough to where they don't want to set precedents? So they're going to try to follow their rules. Or are they just going to say, Shane Sharp, he's going to be a very good NBA basketball player. Who cares about the fine print? Let's just clear him to play. Um, but yes. uh, shout out to Jack, though, who did pull out the quote from uh, Shane's mentor who said, a kid hasn't even graduated yet, he told KSR in October. <laughs> it's, it's like, what? What is what's See, going and on? That, and that's why, like, be... again, I know fans are or, – sorry, go ahead, Justin. I was, gonna, I was just going to ask, if NBA still – did the you could go straight out of high school? Would Shadon have gone straight out of high school? Yes, I think. So I think we're getting. Our, I think we're getting our answer with how all this is playing out. Yeah, ab yeah. absolutely. Um, Roush, that that quote is hilarious. It's almost like a politician. Just like there's there's a tweet for everything. There's <laughs> he, this mentor. He talked for three months and found a way to contradict himself in nearly every quote that he gave out. Um, again, I default back to if the kid just wants to play NBA, you can't force them to play college basketball. That being said, you know, why did they lie along the way? You know, that sort of stuff. But a texter says, oh, this is from Robert. Enough sharp talk. Move on to plants. How do I know when to move <laughs> my plant from one pot to the next? Great question, Robert. Um, I, I don't really have the question for this, but TJ, you're the tree expert. What, what, what's your advice? Well, the wife's just in the other room. I could probably, it, I don't know. She, I think she has a green thumb when she wants to, but then also can be a little forgetful where uh, plants don't always have the longest survival rate in our home. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll ask her during the break. I'm not, I'm not your pot guy. Do you remember when there used to be an entire subgenre of radio that was basically like how to help shows? Like people would call into Cindy Sullivan to hear her gardening tips and it's just all been replaced by YouTube. Damn internet. Well, there's still car shows on Saturday mornings. I know that for a fact. Oh, yeah, where they'll drive the cars through and they talk about all the cars you can buy at the car dealership. Well, it's more of like what you talked about. People will call in and be like, well, I've got a Hemi and I can't get that thing purr. Oh, yeah. And they'll be like, well, we'll get it to purr for you. And then they talk about how to get the engine to purr. <laughs> Not my kind of radio. <laughs> I do I do enjoy the the novelty of it. I enjoy having it around. Sure, uh, I do as well. Uh Texter says, Robert, I like the text though. A texter says, another insider predicting DJ to U of L starting to think that with everything going on and with the older coaches retiring, could this be Cal's last year as well? If it is, man, that would suck being one year behind hiring Kenny Payne. So I I I think that there's more to the point, like the the Jay Wright retirement, and Mark Story wrote about it in a different angle, where he he was more of falling along the succession plan, where the kind of new trend is you have these coaches who have, are legends, they retire, and you hire a young and up and coming star, and not just 
uh, and, and I use that word loosely, but basically somebody who's inexperienced and has just been, was on the coaching staff for a long time. I, I'm more fascinated by the, the coaches coming and going versus just the DJ Wagner crystal ball predictions for, and, and, and I, I would think he would try to stick around for that, but ultimately texture, I think those crystal ball predict, predictions, you can change them up until what, 24 hours before the decision makes like is happening. And if I know anything about the recruiting business ever since I joined my company, joined a recruiting network, a lot of it's, 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 it's a business first and foremost. And when things are generating some buzz like DJ Wagner to Louisville, it's good for business to generate more buzz for DJ Wagner to Louisville. So I don't think there's much behind whatever that guy, the scouting guy, I, I've, I've never heard of that guy's name before uh, until yesterday. Um, and even his line of thinking was contradictory to everybody else's crystal ball picks line of thinking. So I'm not, I, I, I'm not getting into tizzy over crystal ball predictions a year before he's making the decision. Yeah, they shouldn't make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. You'd right. rather that not go that way in this situation. But you're spot on about it being a business. Two, another part I'll add: working inside said business for like seven years, or really like, well, yeah, around that. Um, it's like a snowball effect. One person will get a piece of information and then that will leak to the other writers, in which case they will say, well, I, I, I try, who was it? Travis Branham, I think was the first big domino. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, what Travis heard leaks to what Ty Spalding, who works UofL's rival site, her hears. And so, tra or, you know, eventually Ty hears it. Ty's a good guy, but he hears it and, hey, okay, well, I'm going to change mine too. And then you're right, the business side of it. Could you really drum up more excitement than, oh, long-time UK lock, now maybe going to rival school? Well, UK fans want to go to these websites to find out why they're saying it. UL fans are super attracted to find out why they're saying it. Boom, two, two huge fan bases involved. The only way you could stir up more drama is if, like, Travis Branham eventually flips to Duke or something along those lines. And then, and then you'll get everybody really in a tizzy. But – I, it could be Cal's last year. I mean, with it, with Wright doing it, Cal is also, again, he's no spring chicken. But I would think he'd probably want to – I do think if you want a title, maybe he'd just say, well, that's a good way to, to wrap this bad boy up. But I do think he wants to coach Wagner, and I think he will coach Wagner. I still think DJ Wagner goes to the U.K., assuming Cal is the head coach. Yeah, yeah, which um... – Cal was out and about yesterday. Did you see him and some of the guys went to uh, Dawson Springs? Yeah, a few things, actually. Not the Dawson Springs so much. Because, you know, he did, like, he had a nice thing about Oscar. But he didn't have a statement about Oscar coming back. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Um, I Sharp heard that it might have been. Anything. Sharp didn't have anything on his Instagram or anything at all about Oscar coming back. I found it a little strange. Wheeler didn't, like, have anything. Like, no tweets or anything like that. Um, now Wheeler did post a video. Ba Wheeler's back, everybody. As you know, we kind of assumed it. We need to talk about that again. Two hours just often isn't long enough. But Wheeler posted a video confirming he's back at Kentucky for another year. So that would explain why UK has been mostly quiet in the portal transfer portal at the point guard position because they have Case and Wallen, and they have Wallace, excuse me, and they have Wheeler, and that they feel like they're ready to to rock and roll there. But I wanted to add in that tidbit, Rush. The uh, the the so part of me is like, hey, Cal, just get on your phone and tweet something. But I know that part of the 
the, there was an error on UK side of omission when it came to a Calipari quote for the Oscar release. Like, had it, but just didn't include it in the release. So I, I, I'm not going to read too much into it. However, um, you know, Cal was tweeting. He, he was kind of tweeting through things yesterday. And it wouldn't have hurt to have those Oscar ones loaded in the chamber. So. Yeah, I just thought I thought that was a, a little bizarre, but yeah, um, good that they're getting back out in the state and going around. They need to do a lot of that. Yep, yep, and uh, that, that that's a good place to start. So, um, and uh, we're going to hear from Oscar today. There was originally a press conference scheduled for like twelve thirty yesterday, one, and that would have been right in the middle of all that sharp stuff. So um, now we at least get to cleanse our palate with Oscar Sheeway talking to the media for 20, 30 minutes. So we at least got that going for us today. That is good. Uh, you, you know that he's going to get. What if like the first question is about Sharp? Oh, <laughs> that, that that won't be good if that's mm. the way that it unfolds. Um, let's read maybe one more, and then we'll go to our yeah. break. I'm not going to get mad online about Sharp, but the thing that has me the most in my feelings is just how ridiculously adamant, for no reason, his camp was in saying he was coming back. You're crazy if you think he's leaving. That was said by his mentor right after the reports of him being eligible for the draft. They went out of their way to tell reporters they were coming back, and that's just what gets me. They could have just said he's going to evaluate his options and make the best decision for Shaden. It's actually difficult to screw up messaging that bad. Roush, basically what we had said when all that had come out. Just be transparent. Nobody – like. UK fans, I think, can handle a dose of honesty. Most of them can. A lot of, I mean, there's there's some that can't. But I think just being straightforward and straight up, and the mentor wasn't. Now the 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 question is how that comes back on John Calipari. And let's say the mentor was saying the same thing to John Calipari. Should he have known that the mentor was BS? Should he have taken him for his word like we all did? Should he have been it more in the know in the whole situation? And the, the, the truthful answer to that question is we really never know because we weren't in those conversations. We don't know what he knew. But I'm going to give Cal the benefit of the doubt. If this dude is telling people that they're going to Mars if they think his, if they think that uh, Sharp's going to the draft. Then I can only imagine what they were telling the Calipari camp. Right, right. It, um, and the thing is, too, uh, if you're going to hear good news or bad news, Putting it off till later is just not a. Uh, it's just not a good strategy in life. Like uh, the bad news isn't going away anytime soon. So trying to hide from it is only going to make matters worse. And that's that's kind of what I felt like they did. Where when we heard the reports from, I guess the initial one that from Giovanni that he was going to be eligible for the NBA draft. There was a. Uh oh no! Well, he's gone. Like that—that that was immediately where fans' brains went. So why why not like just be upfront with it and say that <laughs> when when we all know we're not dumb. We've been following this stuff for more than a decade. We know how good Shane Sharp is. If he's eligible for the NBA draft and he's a top ten pick, then he's gonna go be a top ten pick. We're not dumb. So I don't know why that person thought felt the need to push back as extremely as they did and the crazy part too is tj is this guy was shay's handler too right or he he had, he, he was in shay's yeah, inner circle yeah so like I, you would think he would know better <laughs> you know that like it, it's the same thing with Kristen peak trying to tell uk fans uh like, Kristen, you should know that that's just not going to end well for you 
Yeah. You should be lucky basically, that he, he waited. for your team. Telling UK fans is not, not going to work well. Basically, he waited until April 15th to do his taxes, is what you're saying. Pretty much a dangerous game to play. Yeah. Been there. Yeah, the Chris and Peak one. People were still being too mean to her, but whatever. All right, hour one done, but it was a pretty bad take. Uh, hour two yeah. coming up. We got a lot more text to get to. It's going to be pretty text heavy. More sharp, but we do eventually need to turn the page and talk about, all right, he's gone. Reeves is coming in, so that's one. You need to go get a bigger fish. Who is that bigger fish? I think mm. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. All right, I've, I've I've got an idea. We'll come back. Hour two coming up next. So this is Kentucky Roll Call. Teeter Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. On FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Friday morning. Hope everybody's having a great start to it. Fun first hour. Text line is popping, so we will be doing and reading more text and then maybe doing a little bit old golfing with old Justin Kalen with our Big X Sports Radio golf cards today. Justin, tell them about it. Absolutely. We've got five courses on this year's Big X Sports Radio golf card. It starts out in Santa Claus at Christmas Lake. Then we'll work our way this way and go to Old Capitol in Cordon. You've got Chariot Run in Elizabeth Valley View and Floyd's Knobs and Elk Run in Jeffersonville. Five really great courses that you can play for under $25 a round. Get your card today at BigXSportsRadio.com or you can call 812 725 1457. Also, your round at Chariot Run comes with a bucket of range balls and a drink. What a deal. What Great a deal. deal. You can't beat it. And the big exports radio golf cart. I'm surprised there's any left, to be honest with you. There is a limited supply. Not very many. And I knew that they were running real low. I'm shocked that they're not out, but uh, probably will be out by the end of this month, almost certainly. But go ahead and get them today while you still can so all right i've uh um, i yeah, what do you got before we I, I wanted to get to something silly briefly before we get to the back to the thornton's text line 502-414-1450 i think our listeners know tj that we have a cat or two or three at the station or that at least lives around there uh trevor took one of them home um it was a whole ordeal uh but i actually i've got a cat situation going on right now at my house where um uh, the cat that lives a couple doors down, his name is Gus. He's way cooler than your friend, Gus. Definitely better at gambling than Gus. Much better at uh, making his picks than the other Gus. He is, uh, he's been patrolling the alleyway today, and he keeps sticking his nose in a bush, and I really want to know what he's trying to get out of that. Like I, I'm just staring at him right now, and he keeps poking around it. He's a pretty avid hunter. I want to know what he's what he's going after. I want to know what's in there because uh, I, 
like the cat, I, I'm I'm very curious. Very curious. Probably a bird. If I if I get distracted, guys, I'm just watching. Mouth. I'm, I'm, it's a cat. Blame it on guys. I don't think mice would go up into a bush. It is a small, like only two feet high. Could be like, he's sniffing around the roots. But oh, so maybe like a, a ooh, maybe a rabbit. Maybe a rabbit yeah. laid its little babies there. Oh no. Gus, don't do it. Mm. Yeah, we do have a lot of rabbits on my court. We've got at least three full size, full grown rabbits. So maybe that's the case. Tell Gus to stop it before he does something he can't undo, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can't take that back. <laughs> oh, time to get to the third second. Yeah, you keep us updated on Gus the Cat. You anybody anybody got any thunder plans this weekend? I'll nope. be a keen one through it all. I'm not. I'm not going to go. So I, you know what though, I'll, I'll probably be able to watch some from uh, my bedroom though. Uh, second story. I think I'll be able to see some of the fireworks action. Everybody is invited to my dad's river house to watch the air show today. Ooh, I go but not thunder. All, goes for all KRC. No, tomorrow's too exclusive. You all are. You oh. but the practice air show today. We the guest list is big enough for even you all. Wow. wow. How lucky are we? No big, big time. No, no big deal. I will say, Scoots, a good place to golf today or tomorrow would be Shawnee if the course isn't too flooded, although I would almost guarantee you that it is yeah. because even during the driest days, it's flooded. But um, that would be a cool place to like be golfing and then have like a EF-52 just fly right over your head. It, although it, if great, you play with me and you spot. see me drive the ball, you're used to it. All that. Okay. <laughs> I don't so even know if I can move past that. I don't even know if I can move past that. That was such that. a terrible joke, TJ, but it was so good, you <laughs> son of a gun. Great spot to golf today. Great spot to golf today unless noise bothers you. Yep. I had to. Had to. Uh, does noise bother you? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. If I, if I have a big old plane coming in my backswing, yeah, oh, it's going to be a shank. See, Roush, I grew up playing at Seneca, man. I, the planes, I, I embrace the planes. You're like uh, Lieutenant Dan uh, saying, Is that all you got? <laughs> <laughs> Just in the crow's nest. I thought you were going to say, Oh, you embrace the planes. What, what is this? Grapes of Wrath? No. I mean. Did you get the reference? I get the reference. Yeah. But man. <laughs> Everything is coming up, TJ, this Friday, and I love it. Let's get back to this Thornton Stecks line, 502-414-1450. Oh, man, I'm on fire. A texter says, <laughs> now it comes out, or do we, now that it comes out, he formally graduated in May 2021, like what, this entire thing just keeps making even less sense. It's a wild, yeah. it's a wild twist and turns of ride, but that that is funny that they're like, no, I mean it's no brainer. We're looking at the transcripts, May twenty twenty one, October. Kid's not even graduated, not even graduated. And then they were like, all right, if he graduated before the NBA season, he can be eligible. Well, that's funny you say that because actually in October he had the credits. How about that? He graduated in October. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, it's going to need to be. Like, that's not how that – you can't just say he's got the credits. Oh, so he's got to be, like, done-done? Well, then he was done-done in May, now that you actually say it. He, <laughs> May 2021. He's, he's, that's when he was actually finished. You were talking finish-finished? Oh, 
My bad. We thought I mean, you were talking extra credits that were totally meaningless. Imagine, imagine like being graduated and then going back and doing more school. It just the concept of that is wild. It's it's a strange situation. No doubt about it. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, I hate that Nick thinks of Matt Jones every time he listens to Daddy Let Me Drive because it's such a great song. You think it was <laughs> 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 a good text. It was a good text. Oh, text. Gosh. A, a texter says, don't ever share stuff for message boards, but this is ridiculous. And it was somebody posting that UK knew for a couple of weeks that this was going to happen, but and they hated that it was going to happen, and they were mad at Dwayne Washington and stuff like that. I don't know. Cal's going to have to answer for that. And again, said every step of the way with this whole thing, transparency is going to keep people out of outrage. It's going to keep this from blowing up. There was very little to next to no transparency throughout this whole thing. I, I do think one of the parts that was interesting, Roush, was that UK was going to play him, but they had concerns about his eligibility. He hadn't, he had been cleared to enroll at UK, but he had not been cleared by the NCAA to play. And UK considered just rolling the dice and playing him anyways, but then thought better of it and stopped. And I guess at some point he did get his full clearance from the NCAA where he could have, where UK then again thought about putting him in. But at that point, the Sharp camp was like, no way. So the stuff does get confusing. There's parts of this that we don't know, but Cal's going to have to answer and speak on it. He'll probably take the high road. I just wish he would take the honest road. My question to you, TJ, the timeline notes app thing that somebody shared with my former ex-boss, do you think that was from somebody at the University of Kentucky? Yeah, I do. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I would buy that if that were to well, be the case. Yeah, that, was it? I, I don't know either. But like, I, I'm just curious. Do we think there's anything to that notes app timeline? I mean, I'm, I've, I've seen enough timelines where I'm kind of worn out about it. Um, so like, I don't think it makes a significant difference one way or another. But I, I, I do think at least yesterday. Um, one thing that is, I guess, encouraging from my perspective is that people are just – I don't think John Calipari is getting lumped in with all of the blame like he initially was. Like, there's still going to be people saying that Cal got played, but people are more angry at Sharp slash Sharp's camp than I think they are at Calipari. I, I do. I, I, there's still a portion of dorks that are just using this a day after the national player of the year announced he's coming back just to show like the programs in turmoil, like things aren't stable right now. Kentucky's still going to be a top five team, but this next text on the Thornton's text line says, TJ, you enjoying Twitter with the sharp news? Honestly, it was hilarious. Uh, The calls into, into KSR were just, can they sue the school? Can UK school or sue the school in Canada? Like that, like folks, come on. And the tweet, like, yes, some of the meltdown was totally enjoyable. I will say, though, I, I it, it was getting to the point where, like, more and more stuff was leaking, where it was like, all right, now this is just getting super confusing, and I can understand, like, people's frustration with the confusion. Uh, the kid doesn't want to be at school, so see you later. He didn't want to be at UK. 
just mm-hmm. the day before you had a kid that absolutely loves putting on the Kentucky jersey. I'd much rather, and I know I'm saying this as we're coming up on 90 minutes of talking Shaden Sharp, I'd rather talk about Oscar. I'd rather talk about what pieces you're going to replace Shaden with and talk about the people that want to be at UK. Shaden did not want to be at Kentucky, um, or not, or at least he did not want to play basketball at Kentucky. And it is what it is. But I eventually just kind of had to take, well, and it was also our anniversary, but I had to take a step back and just be like, all right, well, I'm, I'm done following the twist and turns of this story for today. I'll pick this up at a later date. And even when I picked it up this morning, it was like, wow, I didn't realize that. Or I didn't, I got to read a, into more of this a little bit. But it, it, was, it was a wild story. Twists and turns at every angle. Um, again, I don't think UK and Calipari handled this perfectly. But I also would not doubt that they're that they were taken for a ride in all this, just like we all were. How was the anniversary? Did did your lady enjoy the tree? Uh, oh, she enjoyed the tree. All right, it was great. We went to Le Meu, and it was delicious. You went to Le Meu, Le Meu you know, Le Le over there in like uh, is it French like, food? Like Lexington Road, yeah, Le Meu. Did you eat caviar? No, I got the American grade eight Wagyu Whoa. beef and steak. Wow. So this That's this fancy. so Lemu has the on like the back of their menu, they're like, we have the greatest cut of meat that you'll ever have. You get a certificate with it. It's like what? $270. They tell this story you- about how in Japan, like these like they raise they like raise they, they the perfect cattle this is like the perfect, possible. yeah there's this like comp- competition and this one just automatically has to win if it meets this grade and they have that there but they have the american ver- so they have that on their menu but then they have like the american version of that like i guess some american farmer tried to like do it with american cows and it's not graded as high but it's like supposedly a award-winning piece of meat it is significantly cheaper than the Japanese one that they have. So I went with the I went the little baby small wallets version. And to be honest with you, I just like their normal filet better. I also mm. asked them, I was like, I normally get medium unless like I really trust the place. And then I'll get some meat. I'll try medium rare. I was like, do you think this meat would be better medium rare? And he was like, absolutely. I also think maybe I just didn't love, and I've gotten medium rare before, but maybe I didn't love the medium rare of it. But it wasn't my favorite steak I've ever had. I was a little disappointed. Uh, wanted it to be a little bit better, but overall, the meal was real nice. Clark, would you pay seventy five thousand dollars for it? No. Would you pay seventy five thousand dollars to have that meal with uh, former President Donald Trump at the Kentucky Derby? That's how much it costs to have a meal with him. Well, the uh, his Super Pack MAGA again which is redundant, but uh, nevertheless, he, they're they're hosting a fundraiser. It says it's at really, the Kentucky Derby, uh, Churchill Downs. Did, again. Yeah, it's called MAGA Again is the name of his. Make America tour- Great Again. 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 Yeah, um, exactly. Like, so it, so it, you're making America great again, again. Get it? We've got to get them to the Dundies. <laughs> it is... It, it's Parks and Rec. We are yeah. like the our country is Parks and Rec. Everything life is Parks and Rec. It's a TV show, not nearly as funny, unfortunately. And it's not just twenty two minutes; it's a whole lifetime. <laughs> he uh, 
But yeah, that, he's. They did not confirm if it, if this is going to be so. Like you could actually go to uh, Derby with with the the Donald, um, but I do think that I, I cannot confirm or deny. But I, I, he does have an invitation to our pregame if he wants to pregame the Derby with us. We've got, we'll have some cold beers, we'll have some dice. Uh, actually, I know he's not a big drinker. But I'll even, I'll buy some Don, uh, some some Diet Cokes if Donald Trump wants to come to our pregame and hang out for a little bit before. I'm sure we're right up his alley. Scoots, just remind the former president that don't let your cell phone die. You may get lost walking around South Louisville. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, and that's. Well, luckily, he's got people that would help him. I didn't have anybody, so. Hey. Mm. Yeah, that was a pot shot. That was a pot shot. You had your brain. You had your brain. <laughs> like I said, I had so no body. Texture. 502-414-1450 says, they're really trying to put this on Cal because he said, come watch him warm up. Shouldn't be surprised by the lack of nuance and common sense in this fan base, but still am. And a lot of times, unfortunately, like media members portray those silly narratives. And when I say that, oh, okay, uh, they go on to say, who's desperate to make an indictment on Calipari? Even Giovanni isn't this bad at hiding his agenda. Uh, I think he is. Yeah, to play, like, to say that Calipari said, come watch him warm up, he was simply asked what to tell fans that want to see him. That's what he said. He was asked, what do you say to fans that want to see him? Come watch him dunk. Come watch him oh. warm up. Is that what Tom's question was to him during the? Because it was during a call-in show. I, 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 I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the format of the question, but or who asked it? I guess I should say. But that was the question. It was like, what would you say to fans? And I think Cal may have done like the watch him warm up, like you know, kind of like holy moly, he's good. But like he is good. He's good. It, there's the, you could again. I think where Cal deserves some blame is one transparency. When everybody was saying there's no way that he's going to the draft, as much as it like could have caused some ruckus, he should have said, "Well, he may. Like if he's eligible, that's something he's going to consider." I tell all my guys they got to consider that stuff. Did I tell you that uh, there's a former player that I made go to the draft, and then he ended up having a career Indian injury, and he's lucky, and his whole family, and maybe they'll pay me back someday. But uh, not to get into recruiting again course but like he could he could have been more transparent they could have they could have handled the situation better even if they were getting strung along or lied to or told this that or the other again they could have just came out and said this is all up to sharp we're here we want him to play if he doesn't want to play he doesn't have to we can't force him into the game but we're ready to see him in action they, they could have been handled differently cal's always going to take the high road and generally just the don't talk road and in this case it was the worst case scenario. So there is some backlash. I think that's deserved on Cal that he that he could make better by talking, but we'll have to wait to hear what he's got to say all about all of it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like I said, he was kind of tweeting through it yesterday, but we actually haven't heard from. Him. I do think we will hear some more from him today. I don't know if it'll be uh, just more social media stuff, but um, today actually is the one year anniversary of Terrence Corks. Uh, abrupt and uh untimely passing i mean it was it was a tragic death and it's sad and i it's it's hard to believe it's been a year it's it's hard to lose a life that early and uh, our, our thoughts and prayers tj uh, go out to to all those who who lost a loved one that day far too early because uh just ter terribly terribly sad yeah, I, I will probably always remember where I was when I was on my phone looking at Twitter and 
saw the news and it was just your heart sinks and you hope that like it's not the right report or something they got something wrong with it but then as you started to see more and more of it you knew that the tragedy was real and it is crazy that it's been a year and the world moved on and in a blink of an eye we're 365 days later but for clark's family their world to some degree stopped then and didn't mm -hmm. move on and heart still breaks for them i mean what what a what a any time any 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 tragedy like that is heartbreaking and you think of the family but just to go from lifelong dreams are on the cusp of being achieved to uh, the most unimaginable yeah. heartbreak it, it it is it is difficult to uh to process and i i know that that a lot of people at uk that worked with clark very closely his coaches support staff it really ate at them for a long time i wouldn't and when you lose somebody close to you kind of suddenly to some degree sometimes it doesn't i mean it doesn't hit you even till later in life i'm talking like five six years seven years down the road so i hope all those folks are doing well i know uk tried to reach out and provide all the resources they could to those people but yeah your heart breaks a year later and mm -hmm. uh still gone entirely entirely too soon tragic accident let's end our break let's end the segment right there i think is a yep. good spot for it and we'll come back and we'll get to more text into the text line and we can start complaining about sports which is not the real world and that's the fun part about it is it gives you yes. an escape and we can yell and shout and it all doesn't really matter um the real world matters let's go to a break tj walker nick roush and justin kalen we'll be right back this is kentucky roll call Everybody here, get it out of control. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. IU basketball is the equivalent of Jerry Palm's haircut. <laughs> it has not been relevant in 20 years. Welcome back. One final segment, long one it will be. Kentucky Roll Call, TJ Walker, Nick Crouch. Getting ready for your Thunder Weekend Friday. Wow. Thunder will be back. I'll just never forget, in the name of health and science, of course, to prevent the spread of COVID, we're not doing Thunder downtown, folks, but instead, we're going to do seven Thunders around town because we don't want people to gather. Instead, we want them to gather in seven different spots. That was, Man. That, was that was great. Taking the nets down off the tennis courts, the hoops off the basketball goals, blocking the playgrounds down. But the thunder that was that was a the thunders around town was an all timer. Thunder all, all over Louisville is what many people called it, and I also appreciated that uh, people guessed that it would be at Airquay Park, and. They figured it out, so we can't shoot off fireworks here anymore because people are going to show up anyway. It's like, dude, you have like four places you could shoot fireworks off in the city of Louisville. People were going to show up to those places no matter what. That was a big doy-doy move. Uh, good stuff. But oh, it's, it's, good for, it's good for Louisville to have Thunder back. I hope downtown's rocking and rolling. It's going to be maybe the hottest Thunder ever, which – uh, was, uh, was good uh, but i hope i hope it's rocking and rolling hope we get yeah. some cool like drone videos 
anytime I'm driving around downtown or the West End coming into downtown, I you just you see all the rooftops. Like the parts of the West End, they've they've got they've got a great view of Thunder. You see all Portland, the rooftops. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like if you big, had a drone, big, big 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 weekend for Portland. If you had a drone and you could just fly it around the top, like the rooftops, and just see, I bet all those rooftops are packed. Like the History Museum, can you book a wedding for this weekend? Oh, no. I went, my wedding was on Thunder. Uh, we were staying at the Omni, and we actually had a hell of a time to get downtown for, and then. We woke up at like five to get to the airport to get to Hawaii, which was probably our only mistake of the whole wedding trip was that getting up that early. That was a big time mistake. But we had trouble getting in because Thunder was downtown. But um, it'd be sweet to have one of those rooftop weddings this weekend and then just like I bet they keep it open for like corporate events because they can make a lot more money that day. You know? Yeah, you you would you would think. Um, But what if they were like, hey, we'll actually triple the fee for the wedding this weekend you probably still have somebody get it and pay it but um if you do thunder right like if you've got a sweet setup yeah it is cool yeah it, it, if, I, if you don't, I, what, do you, what do you prioritize in your setup tj is it access to bathrooms is it yes ability to get out of town because because i feel like that the two biggest pains in the asses are not only access to bathrooms but also getting because i hate to be the the dad but uh, like in those progressive commercials where they're talking about leaving before they even show up but i don't I've, i don't think i've ever stayed i might have stayed to the end of one thunder over Louisville. i always leave with like all right it's been about 20 minutes let's start going back to the car so we can get out of here before we get stuck in traffic that is i think the biggest nightmare of thunder over Louisville is the drive home I've always thought those people are the biggest goobers. The ones that like while the fireworks are leaving are like, all right, get in the car, get in the car. It's like, this is what we've been here for six hours for. And like, I'm going to finish it. Like I'm all right. Maybe like, you know, the dad starting to pack things up while the fireworks are going on, but people got to, you got to enjoy the fireworks show in its entirety. I've weirdly had a couple thunders where I've been able to get out of downtown relatively easily. I don't know if it's just luck because I've also had the thunders where I've been in traffic for like no joke, two or three hours. Um, The advice for the worst thing you can do is just like go down to the waterfront and pick a spot. And I know there's probably somebody, at least one listener that's like, crap, that's what I've got planned with the family. Like, you know, if you're just embracing that type of day and you've got the right attitude, you'll have a good time. But Roush, yes, I've got to have bathrooms. Ideally, I like to have like an indoor outdoor area just in case there's bad weather or there's rain or whatever there may be. Um, I've got to have kind of like not a luxurious setup, but I've got to have some amenities. Just being in the thick of it, not the most ideal thing. But however, bring your assuming you're not driving, but bring mm-hmm. yourself a little cooler. Yeah, for yeah. ride home maybe some snacks because you could be in there for a while but just I, jam out listen to music put on hamilton put on your favorite musical time hamilton, go yeah. on a blink of an eye just go with good company you'll enjoy yourself uh, i i do think that like if i was right now we are not in a good spot because we have very young children but scoots is in a nice sweet spot where he could just go down there after playing a bunch of golf and just tie one on bring some some noms and some potato chips and boom have a freaking day. Roush, if I'm playing 36 holes of golf tomorrow, what makes you think I'm going to have any energy or stamina left in my liver to drink for Thunder? Not a chance. Uh, plenty. What, what, what are you going to do? Go to sleep at 8 o'clock at night? I mean, after playing 36 Here's holes my... and drinking all day? Yeah, I might. I might. My, my, 
My question for you, Justin, have you ever done Thunder from the Indiana side? I've I've always wondered what yeah. it's like from the Hoosier State perspective. I've done one. I mean, I, so I've Indiana done – yeah, I, I mean, I've done thunder from both sides of the river. It's it's the same. I mean, depending on which way the wind's blowing, of course, that that could cause some issues oh. for one side or the other. But yeah, I mean, it's it's all it's all the same, really. If I ever run for governor, big initiatives. I'm gonna I'm gonna put up a giant curtain. Ideally, based on budget, it'll be a mirror. So that way, when you're in the Kentucky side, Ooh. you can just look back over into Kentucky, and that would be awesome. What a view! Yeah. Um, or, but if budget's an issue, just at least a giant curtain and say like, Hey, Indiana pony up. If you want to see these bad boys, it's good. Good, good strategy. I appreciate it. I'll say you're paying for the toll uh, if you want to watch the fireworks. Not a bad idea. Oh, not a bad idea. Not we could use any income we could get. Uh, all right. Let's get back to this text line. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Click on the profile of any Kentucky fan with a horrible opinion, and you can almost guarantee they're followed by Justin Rowland. I like Justin Rowland. He follows a lot of UK fans, but I think that's a, a business strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and especially people that he interacts with frequently on the message board. Might as well follow him, and especially helps with your notifications. I can't live my Twitter life that way, though. That would be uh, like I follow some of our good KRC listeners, uh, you know, like Kentucky Krogh. Um, definitely not Plumley Bros. Why would I follow their bad opinions? But yeah, um, that, that's 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 his way of twittering. But uh, I thought you were going to say, click on the their profile, and they'll have like something with God in there. That that's a big one. TJ is like, let me say something horrible about another person online. And then in your profile, it's God first. Hmm. Yeah. You, Husband, you, father, you, you, Christ follower. Hater of 18-year-old kids that don't please my sports needs. <laughs> hey, if they have that on their bio, though, you can't really blame them if you see them like getting all triggered by sports stuff. You know, They, they told you it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They put it on there. You knew what to expect. A texter says the worst part of the sharp, the sharp situation is we could have had Nick Smith on the roster right now if we wanted. Would fill the exact hole we need and will be a lottery pick in twenty twenty three. If that's true, I, I mean, I agree that that's that's unfortunate that you went through the old sharp song and dance and you could have gotten Nick Smith. I, I you know you'd almost like it from Nick Smith himself to come out and be like, yeah, that's true. I would have gone there if they didn't have that, but. Um, yeah, that could be an unfortunate casualty to this whole thing. We'll, we'll have to again see who they who they bring in. The the, uh, the thing I would say to TJ, I feel like that's part of the. Ultimately, I can't blame Cal at all for taking a gamble to have to take the number one player in the country in. Like I just, I can't. That, that, that it's a gamble, but that's one that at the time we would all make that same choice. So I, I can't it, hindsight is always 2020. Um, and it would be great to have Nick Smith and, but it, it does stink that you had Scott Clark and Shaden Sharp. And that's, that's why Nick Smith is like, eh, I'm good. Um, but that's just, that's kind of the game you play sometimes in this recruiting world. Nobody should have been scared off of Scott Clark, but the sharp part, I agree with you. Like we, it, the second that he wanted to enroll early, that's when I was like, "What? No, what's mm. going on here?" Ooh, like this, this seems off. Ooh. but whatever. Breaking news, TJ. Breaking news. Rawr! Yes. 
recurring guest on Kentucky Roll Call, Zach Setembre, will be joining Billy Gillespie's staff at Tarleton State. Wow. That, where are you seeing that? That's, that's hilarious. Wow. TJ, how did you not get the scoop on this? What the hell? That is – that. yeah, it's, it's wild. Anthony Wireman. Yeah. Wireman. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's correct. That's goodness. Now we, I mean, did we ever need him on the show again more than ever? (laughs) He is seriously. So Billy Gillespie, tell us about him. You know, what's funny too, is that like when Zach and I would be running around together in high school, it was Billy Gillespie was the coach. And I may have to tell his new boss, some of the things he used to say about him. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay, well, good, good for good for him. He was kind of following this career path of like following coaches that were really old and retiring. And at uh, where was he at? The, where's the Chanticle the Chanticleers, Coastal Carolina? Mm-hmm. They had a really old coach, and I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like he left being a JUCO head coach, which I'm sure was a pretty tough job. You were probably wearing a thousand different hats in that position. Right. He had L. Ellis and got him to, to U of L, but he left to be a he left a head coach to be an assistant coach, which I think makes sense in that capacity. But he had he he did have a career track record of following really old coaches. I don't know if Billy Gillespie had categorized as really old, but I guess you know he could. You never know with Billy; he could be out of a job anytime. He's a wild card, baby. And Tarleton, they're moving on up, so. You can then be in a real nice landing spot for him. So congrats. Yeah, that's exciting. Congrats to him. A texter says, Wheeler, Wallace, Frederick, Livingston, Toppin, Oscar, Collins, Reeves, Ware. One more. Pretty good team. Yeah. And that's really, I think, probably what it's going to be. I just hope that one more is somebody good. I think I think a name hasn't entered the transfer portal that UK is going to go after. What a what a broad hot take, but like I think that there I think there's a big fish still out there, and we don't even know who it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hopeful, uh, but like you said, and have we've said often, there there hasn't been that that obvious one more uh, for Kentucky just yet. So not not yet. Um, it could I, I think it'll be like a a Jamal Murray or Ree Travis situation where it's like it it all goes pretty quickly. Once once it starts to move, like Jamal Murray, UK was in on his recruitment, but once he said that he was going to reclassify, I was like, okay, well, here we go. And then it went pretty quick, and it was either UK or Oregon, and he picked UK. Reed Travis, his was quiet, and then, hey, I'm going to transfer. Everybody just automatically assumed Kentucky, and then there was like a slight drama in terms of like a list. I think Villanova was mentioned, and then he visited UK, and it was just all over. I think we'll have a situation like that with a score, wing player, don't know who it'll be, just keep your eyes peeled. I don't think they're in the portal yet, though. I think you're going to get Reeves from Illinois State. That's going to be great. There's your mint roll. I think it's an upgrade from the mint roll, if we're being honest. I love Davion, but I think it's an upgrade. Then, who are you getting to fill the Grady role slash help ease the sting of sharp leaving? That's a big one. I got to be somebody, though. And I will not be happy if it's nobody. So be on the lookout for like an ant, uh, uh, a negative TJ take if that happens. But I think it's somebody probably not in the portal yet. Uh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Mr. Sports Talkster. Ugh, sports talk, sports Texter Texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. They definitely pulled some strings to make that diploma appear, but whatever. 
Oh, yeah. October. Yeah, good. Oh, you need May? May, you graduated in May. You say it, we'll sign it. You do it, we'll you give us the money when you get to the league. Yeah. Um, they're gonna do they could come back and say it needed to be May 2020. They'd probably find a way to make it work, although I don't think he went to school there at that time. Yeah, it's a it's a fraud, but who cares? If he wants to be in the league and the NBA wants to have him, then he should be there. Cal Tucker's article, Sharp's mentor is a scumbag that is trying to become his agent. Seems like it'd be a bad decision by the kid at this point. Was leveraging UK the whole time to do it. Such is life. And apparently he couldn't pass his agent test either. No. Yeah. Hey, hey, gents. Hey, it's Rocket City Rob. Hey, Rocket City Rob. Mind blown about how the Wolves could blow a 25-point lead with a quarter Jesus. left. It was unbearable to watch the bricks that the Wolves choked on. Oh, there's Lucy. Uh, hey, keep Lucy. up the good stuff, hoping the wolves won't show. You take it over, Ralph. Okay. On a proverbial beaver nugget from Bucky's. <laughs> from Bucky's. Man, that was um, – it was one of those things too, Justin, where we had the game on while playing cards, and we were kind of just like – throughout the game, just, man, Memphis, they stink. This is so bad. How can they choke so bad? This is so – this is terrible. What's going on? And then you look up, and it's a tie freaking ball game. Yeah, well, I, I don't I went know to how bed. how it was even possible to blow a lead that big. I went to bed with yeah Minnesota up big, and I didn't see the score till this morning, and I was like, "What? How did that happen?" Pretty big choke job. <laughs> and and, and Memphis, Memphis won by a lot. It wasn't even close. So, uh, looking rough. Looking rough for the T Wolves' chances. Um, uh, the the first round of the NBA playoffs. It's been. Just so-so. Uh, looks like the Warriors, they're going to get out their brooms for a sweep. Uh, I, I guess the Nets are our only hope. Apparently Ben Simmons is going to play game four, but it might just be to avoid a sweep. So really need the the Nets to win, I think it's tonight, just to feel like they've anybody's got a chance. So They um, will win tonight. Get, set it in stone? Sports talker in here stone, in team? I don't, I don't know if they'll cover. I don't know what the line is. They will win. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. NBA expert, TJ Walker. This Washington guy who's made every decision for Shadon absolutely played the living daylights out of everyone involved. I, li I like the phrasing there. Per Kyle Tucker's article, sounds like he was saying everything right to UK staff and then texting NBA guys behind the scenes that Shadon is all in on the draft and not playing college. Washington definitely did all this for Shadon to profit off nil money in a free Porsche and then dart for the draft where he'll be guaranteed millionaire. Absolutely finessed. And we got got kind of disgusting. We got got. We, we got, got, got. Yep. We got got. And it is funny though, that like somebody that's going to be a millionaire in the NBA was like, let's just get a little bit more at UK. And it worked. Yeah. And people talked about him a hell of a lot more all year. His name was in the news. Um, I still agree with you, Roush, that like if the number one player is telling you all the right things, then you oblige. Right. But in the case, we got bit. And uh, can't you know, win them all. Cal could make the case, you know, I'll be smarter next time. But if the number one player in 2020, well, that's DJ Wagner, then yes, you want to bring, you want to bring him in. It's just the cost of doing business. The nature of the beast, as they say. Mm -hmm. Oh, John here. TGIF morning to all. Man, this fandom has been like a roller coaster, like it is for most programs. But the last two seasons, the roller coaster has been more of a nightmare 
themed roller themed roller coaster ride. There is good and fun, but out of nowhere, the poop hits the fan. Things take a turn for the worse. Anyways, like they say, this crap can't last forever, and I believe we are headed into the championship direction. BBN forever, no matter what. Let's go, BBN. Well, the rain is over. Sorry. So so long. Well, gotta go. Talk to you later. Have a great weekend. Thanks, John. Yeah, John, just remember, National Player of the Year on Wednesday said he's coming back for another season, only like the third time that's ever happened, and generally works out well for the teams when it does happen. UK is going to be good. They're going to be preseason top five. It's going to be exciting. We're going to love it. And um, But, yeah, the sharp stuff. Whew, what a nightmare. Nightmare from start to finish. Oh, well, like you said, on to the weekend. They were sold out last Saturday, but the app thing still worked for a couple buddies. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. You better hope they didn't nice. fix it. A texter says, yeah, I'm, here, back I'm on the radio. The oh, wow. 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 What do you think about that, Roush? Diener is back. Welcome Rutherford. back. Oh, uh, breaking news. Ah! Breaking, breaking news. Ah! Thank you, Justin. Jeez, please. Um, <laughs> yesterday in Dawson, this is from John Calipari. Yesterday in Dawson Springs showed me again why I love to coach. Our kids are big-hearted, kind, smart, generous. It reminded me of why I love this team. Just great kids. So excited that we all get to see Oscar smile for another year. He makes people feel special. All right, there's his statement on Oscar. We got it. We did it. Man. I thought you were going to say breaking news. There's some weird severe wheel or Instagram where it looks like a, like uh i'm coming back return video but it's not it's just highlights it's like the uh the kid carmelo english he did that yesterday too where he had like a 20 second clip that looked like a intro to a commitment video but it just didn't end with a kentucky i'm committed it was just all of the other stuff from the highlight video justin what do you think i'm gonna say to that uh don't really know I have no idea. Okay. I mean, I just were. That's ridiculous. I already talked about this That's ridiculous. video in, in detail in today's show. I was, that was that was uh, a long must time. I blacked out for that one. I'm blacked out for it, I guess. I don't know. TC from Lexington here, boys. I guess the loss in the sharp mix. Wheeler put out year two on it. Oh, Texer even texted about it. And Kyle Tucker mentioned it too. Yeah, he that and I mentioned it in hour one. That I that absolutely should be. But taken it doesn't say year two though. It I think it said in the caption like next year all business or something like that. Nothing but business this season for two, and he's number two. So it yeah. doesn't it doesn't say year two. I, I think that that's an indication that he's back. Hey, you should have brought this up and gave your opinion about it when I already brought it up and talked about it. Nope. It says, I think the whole I'll, I'll go back and listen to it on the Cornbread Hemp podcast, then talk to you about it. Is that don't okay? Don't forget that Salsaritas can cater all your Thunder Party needs this weekend, whether you're going down to the waterfront or you're hanging out at the house. Maybe you live in distance of the fireworks yourself. Salsaritas will make your party better, easier, cleaner, and more delicious. Two locations in Louisville. Download the app, the Salsaritas app. Save time, save money. There's one in Middletown. There's one in St. Matthews. They'll bring the delivery to you, by the way, or they'll bring their lunch to you as well, or you can go to them. You will not be disappointed with Salsaritas. I'm just disappointed I don't have some right now. 
Yeah, that's the only thing you'll be disappointed. Uh, Texter says, I think the whole Sharp situation is so fishy. Something will come out down the road after he's long gone. That will shed light on it and it will make it even more bizarre and we will be even more shammed. Yep, definitely shammed, not shamed. That's what they said. I'm going to feel real sham wowed. Sham wow. This cat will not leave this bush alone. I don't. And yes, uh, I'm talking about the cat. I'm sorry. That's why I missed the severe wheeler. I'm distracted by Gus. Damn it, Gus. You did it again. You ruined the radio show. (laughs) I went back and looked, and Jonathan Giovanni deleted his tweet saying Trevor doesn't do drugs. Wow. Oh, man. How high up does this go? Pretty high. Way way high. Trevor doesn't do drugs. He smokes weed. It's not a drug. Wow. I didn't realize we were doing such huge political statements on today's show. Hot take. Hot take. (laughs) Well, by that logic, investigate 311. (laughs) Did you ever follow that? Did you ever see that that was a thing, Roush? The 311? I don't know. No. Uh, No. I'm not sure what you're referring to, so no. It was from like 2016. I never even knew it was a thing. It's just the... Well, anyways... Um, but I saw people like wearing a hat and I was like, Oh, my birthday's three eleven. I wouldn't mind that hat. And then I actually looked into like what they were making fun of or what they were talking about. Wild stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. totally went by me. Looked like it did you understandably. So a texter says in the second hour, can we move to potential replacements? Well, again, good news. The Illinois, the Illinois state kid. I would just assume that he's a cat. If he's not, I will be surprised by that. And then I think it's just one more. We still need to see where the dust settles on Brooks, Toppin, and then, you know, Leonard Miller maybe is in the fold there. Uh, More and more people keep talking about Adam Miller, the Illinois, then LSU, and then tore ACL. People keep talking about him. If UK were to bring him in, I'm sure just be in like an eighth or ninth man role. I'd be cool with Mm -hmm. that. And then if he's totally healthy, that could end up being like a really, really nice piece. I hope that wouldn't I hope they just wouldn't do Reeves and Adam Miller and just call that a day though. I would want I'd want somebody a bit more impactful. But I think somebody's gonna enter the portal that nobody's talking about just yet. Would like a little more pop, a little more pop there. Um another text from Thornton's text on says, let's just accept that we were catfished by this Washington guy and move on. Agreed, it's a bad look and makes us look like stage sharp clingers at this point. Hashtag let it go. Um Oh, so Shaden Sharp is actually uh, a, a 45-year-old man. Is that how we got catfished? <laughs> Sharp's leaving the door open in case the NBA rejects his May graduation story, in my opinion, unless they already signed off on it. And since when did Cal start taking orders from advisors? Bad precedent. Bet Nick Saban doesn't let advisors control his players' playing time. See, the, and I agree with the first part. You're probably right, and in which case I'm sure UK is like, dude, you're gone. And we know it. But secondly, it's not taking ad- advice from advisors or taking orders from advisors. You can't literally put a guy into the game. Like, you you just can't. Like, are you going to have an awkward interaction on the bench where Sharp's like, no, hey, Cal, you remember the plan. I'm not playing. You just can't physically put a kid into the game that doesn't want to play. And then if they're telling you that he's going to play next year, then you just kind of play nice and you play along and you say, all right, well, then we'll listen to you and you won't play. But you can't physically put somebody that doesn't want to play basketball into a game. This isn't communist USSR. Uh, last I checked, not communist USSR. Correct. 
but I, you know, it is unfortunate. TJ, will you consider getting a hair transplant if you happen to go bald? Well, there's not really a happening <laughs> about it. There's a process, and I'm knee-deep in that process. Um, that one radio station just pretty much gives anybody hair transplants all willy-billy. Maybe we'll get them to sponsor us. I don't Dude. think I would, even if they offered. Um, what? I am who you, I am. You're a good plugs candidate. My body is what my body is, and it's got many imperfections, but... Um, what cares? if that's what you got, got Hannah, hair. for your anniversary? You're like, Hannah, I'm giving you the gift of my hair. Um, she probably is like, hey, why don't you do the gift of fixing our crying baby? She's our, she's all right. She's oh, it doesn't sound like it. Sounds like she hates her dad. Cats <laughs> in the cradle and the silver spoon. Let's keep reading this text line. Oh, or we could just talk about how horrible of a father you are. Um, another texter. Uh, they just send in a screenshot, I guess, of their wagers or no, they just say, TJ, here's your odds for tonight. Heading to your thunder. ride, heading to your thunder idea, charge Indiana, their sports gambling revenue for the weekend to watch the fireworks. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good call. Um, genius idea. I love it. Do we, do we have any, any games we like tonight? I don't really No. no. Don't nope. really. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, uh, staying away, staying away. Uh, things Giovanni also tweeted and deleted. Scoot shot seventy eight. TJ's hair looked great last night. I saw Roush lounging and <laughs> lounging in an in ground pool. That's just not very nice for my brother to say, who didn't even wish me a happy anniversary. So what a jerk! Wow, everybody have a great what weekend. A Enjoy Thunder. Uh, I don't think there'll be any immediate UK news, but uh, everybody. Oh. We got a commitment coming today. Uh, okay. UK m- probably getting Kedron Smith. So that's something to keep an eye on. But yeah, I hope that that happens, Rash. We didn't really get to that. But hopefully we'll get to talk about that on Monday. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Big X. Roll Call. Roll Call. Roll Call.